0: We open with a recap of a war on some alien planet, given by a horribly Italian-accented guy. Maybe he's from Earth. Who knows? In any case, we're doing more interstellar diplomacy, which I guess is all right. The planets in question are Tuscan Raiders and some kind of vaguely ethnic-looking robots. Yeah, I don't know. Meanwhile, a thing is plummeting through space, then falls to a planet. Predaking, who's just flying randomly around in space, checks it out. Perceptor also picks it up. That I have an easier time believing, because I suspect he's always just monitoring every place all the time for signals and debris and stuff. He calls Skylinks to check it out. And within Skylinks is Outback, the Australian Autobot, also Blaster in his tapes. So both teams go after whatever it is. And the Autobots run into trouble navigating the jungle, despite the fact that their team includes wild animals and an Australian. And why are they even walking at all? Outback turns into an off road vehicle and we've seen Blaster shrink down and ride inside other guys in vehicle mode lots of times. Why would they walk? On the other side of the planet, the Predacons demonstrate their mastery of the environment by assaulting trees. Evil! Both teams arrive at the thing, which is... Oh, right, the title of the episode. This is a Quintesson journal. Dear Diary, was sad today. Nobody remembered my birthday. Here's a detailed account of all our evil plans. Oh, I can see why this would be valuable, I guess. Sky who only recently said he couldn't land, lands, and rescues his pals, and they take off with the Quintesson journal. They run into Cyclonus and the Sweeps on their way out. Then a warp gate, why not? Yeah, I have no idea. I bet they went back in time again, didn't they? I bet they did. Hmm, maybe not. They're captured by some Quintessons, who are holding guns with their tentacles. That seems reasonable. Then they use the gun to move things around. Eh, Sure, why not? Outback kind of cleverly tricks their way out of jail and, like any good Australian, steals the journal back. And we're right back in the midst of fighting with Decepticons. So why did that whole Quintesson part even happen? Anyway, the Decepticons get the football. I mean the journal. And we go back to the peace conference. Spike reveals that while having a cool space jumpsuit is a nice perk of being a space diplomat, it might help to have actual, you know, ambassador skills. But he doesn't appear to since the two aliens declare war on each other. Oh. Oh, I see. The Quintessons are selling an ultimate weapon to both sides of the conflict. I get it. I've seen this episode of Star Trek before. Meanwhile, Galvatron activates the journal by throwing it at a rock. Of course he does. Coincidentally, they get an explanation of the thing we were just watching. This is useless! Took the words right out of my mouth, big guy. So, the Quintessons plan to wipe these planets out and replace their vegetation with plantobots. That's what they call them. That's their plan starting to think these guys are not the evil geniuses they were set up to be earlier in the season. Plantabots. (laughs) So the Autobots show up, and the Quintesson's right behind them. The Quints get the journal again, and reiterate what's going on. Yes, yes, war is bad, we get it. Rodimus does his best to keep the two sides separate, which really seems like it should be Spike's job, but alright. The Autobots show up with the journal and show them what's going on, and that's the end of that chapter.